Fire. Our first true piece of technology. 100,000 BC, stone tools. 4,000 BC, the wheel. 9th century AD, gunpowder. 19th century, Eureka, the light bulb. 20th century, the automobile, television, nuclear weapons, spacecraft, internet. The internet is amazing. 21st century, biotech, nanotech, fusion and fission and M-theory. And that was just the first decade. We are now three months into the year of our Lord, 2023. At this moment in our civilization, we can create cybernetic individuals who, in just a few short years, will be completely indistinguishable from us. Which leads to an obvious conclusion. We are the gods now. Welcome back, folks. Happy New Year. At least I think I can say Happy New Year. Right? For another four hours or so. Right? I can at least say it in the first week. As, as the great Snake Plissken said, the more things change, the more things stay the same. It's funny. Hope and optimism that it's not going to be a 2023 20, year. And as an older person, that saying always seems to ring more true each and every year. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Anyways, thanks for tuning in again. It's been a uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks uh, after the holidays and getting settled into the new year. Uh, and starting this new year off, want to talk about really kind of this year as a very pivotal year, in which I believe this year will be the year that forever society has changed, right? And reading the tea leaves is part of what I do, right? And the tea leaves are getting very, very spicy. As you know, the political fight of 2024 is shaping up to be one of the most polarizing times in the history of the United States. Former President Trump wanting to go head-to-head against President Biden And I'm sure most other countries are looking at us and laughing. Like, what a bunch of clowns. How in the world are they going to have a rematch of one of the worst uh, movies we've ever encountered? It's like a bad version of Godzilla versus King Kong, right? (laughs) And, you know, they have to be saying, like, what country in their right mind would vote for a talking orange or a geriatric grandfather. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, and and I, as I always say, how in the hell are these the best options? Uh, 
that we have, right? I mean, how how is it that we have, what, 350 million people in the U.S. and then we come out back to these two? I just don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, but, you know, welcome. Uh, what was the old, uh, the old bumper sticker? I think after the Iraq war, uh, be careful or we'll bring democracy to you. Uh, welcome to the United States of America. <laughs> and who knows, you know, the political landscape could be shaken up and we could get, you know, a different, different person on, on the ballot, on the Republican side, Democrats, who knows what they're going to do. Right. Uh, but still, how, how is it that we're just stuck with in my opinion, subpar choices, right? <clears throat> but of course, that's what the media wants you to believe, right? The fight, the fight for survival is down to a two-party system, right? The system of the givers, the system of the takers, right? The givers, the Democrats, the handouts, the you know social justice warriors, you know DE and I inclusive, you know you do you, right? Versus the hardcore right-wing leaning, Bible-thumping Republicans, right, that all they want to do is give tax cuts to the rich. I mean, it's hilarious when you think about that is literally the narrative that is out there right now between the, the two parties, right? I mean, that's that's literally uh, what's out there. Um, and then what does it come back to, right? Are we really that stupid? Of course not, Right. Uh, and what's interesting is, is we, you know, is the fact that as we creep forward in time, I believe time is running out on what the world governments are going to do about alien disclosure. Now, you might think, whoa, how in the world did we just take a, a right turn out of this from politics into aliens? Well, stay with me on this, right? <clears throat> I think as we move towards what scientists have probably come to know for decades, that they have been either too scared to share or that they have uh, not been able to share, I think it's one of those things where we're at the point now in which uh, to use a phrase I, I like to use is holding the ocean back with a broom, right? There, <laughs> I don't know how many UFOs, in air quotes, are seen and sighted and are being investigated. Uh, the fact that they have an entire government branch now that is dedicated to investigating whether or not aliens are a thing, right? And so I think... That as as we look at that type of disclosure, right, of right versus wrong, up versus down, religion versus politics, time versus space, and so on, right, we're going to enter a very interesting period in which um, nobody, and there hasn't really been a whole lot of people that have talked about this where essentially we're, we're entering a post-truth society. Um, several years back, uh, you may have listened to some historians in which we talked through uh, going through a 
post-modernity or even a post-Christian society, right, where um, a lot of the deconstructed ideas around religion, the three three major Abrahamic faiths, um, that uh, were no longer necessarily winning the minds of the populace, right? And, you know, it's funny, right, because it's almost... It's almost a cultural meme at this point, right? As as you know, being a truth or a post truth society, right? Because uh, what one of the one of the biggest memes or tropes out there right now is you know, AI is going to take all of our jobs. Run for your lives, ah! Right? Like, you know, that's that's like a. Um, I feel like that's put out every single day, uh, you know, on various different websites uh and reporting agencies right on like hey you know the small town and the rust belt now has you know ai taking over workers jobs and it's like seriously like okay i guess that's what counts for journalism although <clears throat> come to find out right it probably that article was written by chat gpt <laughs> uh or someone at the uh, investigating uh, journalist uh, who wrote that used ChatGPT to create that article. Anyways, uh, right, and, and thinking about specifically AI and, and post-truth in that, right, <clears throat> is what if AI isn't what we think as a computer language variable, right? What if it's an actual uh, organic or inorganic life form uh, that essentially gets us to a point where remedial tasks are reduced to nothing, right? What if energy is somehow made free, right? What, what if we don't have to pay our power bills anymore, you know, because they, you know, somehow AI generates, you know, fusion or something beyond fusion, right? Create something even, even more uh, powerful, um, and then that ren- renders all of these utility companies obsolete. What happens if teleportation becomes a thing and the airline industry goes away, right? Especially in light of the the Boeing seven thirty seven A, right? That just had the uh, the door blow off on it mid flight and land here in uh, Portland, Oregon, right? <laughs> What if we could just teleport to our destination, right? A la Star Trek, right? Um, what if money and how we pay things becomes a thing of the past, right? Uh, shout out to uh, all you Bitcoiners out there, right? Um, you know, who uh, who believe in that, right? But governments long forecast scenarios like this potentially happening. And, you know, it's funny thinking about the fact that my taxpayer dollars go to fund agencies like... Uh, I think, what is it, Arrow, DARPA, uh, and some other ones that are out there, right, in terms of, you know, kind of studying uh, what what can happen, you know, in the fall or collapse of society within a specific timeline due to power, water, food uh, becoming scarce, right? And, I mean, hell, even zombie movies, right, have have conditioned us to label preppers as tinfoil hat-wearing lunatics, Right. Or even uh, the movie that just came out, uh, Leave the World Behind, you know, 
<laughs> predictive programming of, of showcasing the fall of society, which is, you know, just everyone stopped following the rules because there was a, you know, catastrophic uh, cyber attack. Uh, and or uh, the movie that's coming out, I believe, in March, Civil War, which talks about uh, Florida, California, Texas, uh, you know, seceding from the Union and fighting the rest of the continental United States. I mean, these kind of things, right? These kind of, um, oh gosh, uh, you know, scenario-based role-playing is probably, you know, probably the best way to say it, um, are there to plant the seed of change or civil unrest, right? They're there to really throw in our face, hey, uh, you need to, you know, be worrying about this. You need to be fearful of this. Right. Especially how do you how do you um, how do you know something is true? Right. <laughs> Fact checking on the Internet. I mean, good grief. Uh, my kids thinking that Wikipedia is the gospel. Right. I mean, th- these types of things. Right. Um, are very hard to deduce in terms of what could happen in a you know, um, alien disclosure or a post-truth cyber attack society, right? And so, you know, the trump card, pun intended, right, is to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to these types of doomsday scenarios, right? But while the topic of disclosure always gets brought up as some large grandiose announcement right from you know type of press conference you know what you, you want to know uh what i think about that personally is it'll never happen that way why well uh the world governments aren't as smart as they think they are right i mean how could they come out and anything that they would say officially right in air quotes uh around alien life uh, in some way, shape, or form, right, could actually be um, true or um, it could be misconstrued as misinformation, disinformation, um, you know, completely 100% fabricated and false. Uh, the one saying I always love, right, is 87% of statistics are made up. Usually takes a couple of seconds for people to get that one, right? But... <clears throat> What would end up happening if they were to do a press conference like that, right, is essentially uh, all of the world economies could, like, be flattened in seconds, minutes, hours, or days, right? So we're talking um, money completely gone, right? Imagine the Dow, NASDAQ, S&P 500 down to zero, right? Could they even do that? Yeah. Yeah, they could. Why? Because all of those companies could instantaneously lose value, and all markets go down, you know, um, 500,000 percent or a million percent. doesn't matter. Right. It's all it's all what we ascribe to be true, ironically. Right. The true value of those companies is what we ascribe and give belief to that they're worth. Right. Why is Microsoft, Meta, Google, Apple, the Magnificent Seven worth you know, billions, if not trillions of dollars, because we say that they do, right? <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, if the governments come out and undermine that, 
you know, then you have problems with world currencies and all that kind of fun stuff, right? And that's where, again, shout out to Bitcoiners, right? Bitcoiners knowing that, uh, you know, that is a real possibility. But heck, even Bitcoin could go to zero, right? And then, then it becomes a, you know, oh, well, if Bitcoin went to zero, I would just, you know, buy as much as I could with what money? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna transfer money from my checking account uh, to Gemini or to Coinbase or to Kraken or you know um, any of these other exchanges out there, and I'm gonna buy Bitcoin. You don't, you, you money you had in any of those accounts is now zero, so you don't have any money to buy anything with, right? <laughs> And so this is this is the uh, this is the reality, right, of what could happen. What the government think tanks sit around in large rooms that do these type of uh, operational um, role playing, right? Um, in the fact that they try and understand what could actually happen, right? Then on the flip side, right, so going away from the doom and gloom, but thinking about, like, what are the new things that could be built from something catastrophic, you know, from an alien technology or AI technology or AI as aliens as the technology, right? It doesn't matter, right? Again, we're, we're talking whatever it wants to be, right? Um, thinking about... Um, you know, new forms of devices that we use to communicate, you know, a la Star Trek or something embedded in our head. Uh, we are also mentioned, right, um, teleportation. So the travel industry would be completely upended uh, and you no longer have to fly an airplane to get somewhere we're going and you can just teleport, you know, show up at the airport because we'd still have to use infrastructure, right? I mean, it sounds, it sounds really stupid, but like to think about like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to the airport and I'm gonna check in and then they're gonna call. Um, you know, you can arrive between uh, these hours and then you get your uh, bags checked through security. You take them with you. <clears throat> you walk straight up to the gate. They check your tickets and then you step into the teleporters and then you teleport to your destination or to essentially the airport at the destination, right? So there's the weirdness of airports would still serve some sort of infrastructure purpose because you're using the teleportation devices, right, at the airports, and then you still grab your Uber or Lyft to the hotel, right? But then what happens when the Uber and Lyft of teleportation happen and, you know, Hilton and Marriott say, well, you can just teleport to our hotels. You don't need to go to the airport anymore, Again, this is where you start thinking about these things and you're like, whoa, this is actually kind of wild, right, in terms of, of what could happen. Um, and then, you know, some of the, some of the other things uh, out of that is what, it, what happens if technology is, is invented uh, out of this that then uh, gives us unnaturally long life. You know, one of the things that the Silicon Valley people are constantly looking for, right, is the Holy Grail, so to speak, <clears throat> around how they can live for forever, right? Because nobody wants to die, um, you know. But 
it's not out of the realm of possibility when you think about it. And the interesting thing is COVID has conditioned us for this happening, right? Names of hurricanes, heat waves, storms, you name it, right? You may then end up having health wave concerns, right? Um, you know, uh, don't go out because there's pollutants in the air caused by our alien friends. Don't drink the water because there's a mysterious illness outbreak, right? Um, massive cancer or deaths otherwise by something uh, put out by the aliens or AI or something like that, right? Um, and what's what's the point of bringing this up, right? Because I, you know, probably feel like to most people have been like all over the place, right? And and so through this podcast for for this year, I really wanted to set the tone uh, around what it is that we're going to be looking at, right? So it's going to be uh, around some of the various different things with AI, technology, financial, uh, aliens, perhaps, um, you know, all the maybe little green men. Um, but I think the more prevalent thing that everyone is feeling in, in some way, shape, or form is trepidation or fear, right? The fear or anxiety that you may or may not be experiencing today, What, right? Whether that's keeping a job, finding a job, feeding your family, right? Or having enough, as they say, right? And I believe the the largest societal shift in 2024 is actually going to be the fact that people stop living in fear. And this is this is kind of a, you know, I guess you could call it, you know, my my bold prediction for the year, but I think um for for too long people have had the fear of the unknown, right? The fear of being wrong, the fear of being called out, verbally, psychologically abused or gaslit, right? And this year will be the year where people say, enough. Enough of the garbage on social media. Enough of the garbage of political agendas by people that have zero clue what they're talking about, both local government and federal governments, right? Uh, and they will say, enough of the bullshit. They're done, right? So my encouragement to you is to find what you truly believe, right? And put an anchor in the storm and say, this is what I believe. This is who I am. And no one else is going to tell me how to look, think, or feel. Remember that your job isn't your identity. Your family is everything. And loving others is the most countercultural thing that you could do. Right, because we live in a society today where everything, every day they are being bombarded and being told it's all about you and do what it feels good for you and who cares about others, right? But humans need connection and need to be validated and loved by other people, even when other people don't reciprocate that love right as for me i plan to live by those standards as best as i can right remembering that people are just people uh and remembering that control or power is always elusive right as people try to cling to 
those as their truth, right? And lastly, the charity of time is one of the most precious gifts that you could give this year, whether that's spending more time with your family, whether that's um, spending more time on a hobby, whether that's getting to know the neighbors on your street and making an investment of your time uh, with them and potentially helping uh, them with uh, projects or insights or even just um, listening to them, right? So uh, thank you uh, for tuning in again. Uh, Buckle up as we enter the year 2024. And until next time.